Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, we've got a jam-packed, action-filled show for you today. Just so much going on. Uh, you know, it's Sophie's choice. What What do you get to pick? Well, who Who stands out? We just have to talk real fast today. Yeah. And jam probably 16, maybe 17 minutes of sheer wow. unadulterated entertainment into, into just two hours. Don't let your mouth write uh, <laughs> checks that, that your butt can't cash. <laughs> you, you're, you're promising the audience 16 <clears throat> minutes of content. Yeah, well, I don't know if I promised. I just okay, that's what I thought. See, backtracking there, begins. You know, I don't know if I promised. <laughs> Who do you want to ring? Triple eight nine hundred thirty. Yeah, please. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Give you a promise ring. Promise ring. Yeah. Ever met anybody that had a promise ring? Mm-hmm. What does that mean, really? Mm-hmm. So like, it's like an engagement ring it's for like an, uh, yeah. little, for kids or something. No, it's an engagement right? to the engagement. Ring. Uh, it's like, like right? I promise that I'm gonna someday save up my take, money. Take this seriously. Uh, yeah, save up my money yeah. so I can buy a ring, <laughs> and then I will propose. I'd like to know how many promise rings worked out and turned into you know engagement rings. And Is that the, like a bookmark? Rings. Like, let's say you're, uh, you're you graduate high school and and one goes one way to college and one goes the other. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, I'll be back. Here's a promise ring. Is yeah, that what that kind of is. Yeah, I think so. I yeah, think so. That's brilliant. I don't know if anybody does that anymore. I've seen them. Have you? Yeah, I just yeah. I can't think off the top mm. of my head, but I've mm. run across those. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, fascinating. The Democrats are trying to turn around the uh, defund the police thing on Republicans. It, it, it's fascinating to see the just outrageous, bald faced lies they're telling. Uh, they. They are saying that they're the ones who are trying to refund the police. It was it's Republicans who have defunded the police. <laughs> uh, Michael Dukakis has even spoken out about this. Oh, you might remember alive? Michael Dukakis from <laughs> a lifetime ago. Oh man, I wish we knew he was coming up because we could have had him uh, crawling out of that tank or, or right? whatever it was. The uh, mm-hmm. yeah for the <laughs> 1988 campaign. Yeah. <laughs> so. That kind of crushed his hopes of winning, it seems like. The little <laughs> dumb picture of him in the tank. Uh-huh. And uh, now he's warning his party not to make the same mistake. The defund the police movement is nuts, he said. Uh, he said, I'm saying to myself, my God, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly, Mike. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us here in the real world. It's interesting because some of these old school Democrats have to be just shocked at what's going on in their party. They have to be, and they just probably keep it to themselves. But the Michael Dukakis's, I'd like to hear Richard Gephardt. What does he have to say right mm. now? 
He said, on one, one hand, you have folks screaming and yelling about getting rid of policing, which makes no sense at all. And then on the other hand, you have some people totally misinterpreting what community policing is, just as we were really making huge progress. He's, uh, by the way, he's 87 years mm. old. Wow. And by 87. The, by the way, Mike, uh, the people screaming that the police need to be defunded and completely just removed from cities, uh, that's your party. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's what is uh, prompting him to speak out because he doesn't want his party to lose. But uh, asked if he thinks Biden strikes the correct balance. Dukaka said, I think he gets it and understands it. I'm not sure he, and for that matter, my party is articulating mm. it very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're sure not. Well, they articulated uh, defund the police pretty well. They sure did. It was they who were saying it the whole time. It was all Democrats. There wasn't a single Republican saying, yeah, defund the police. Nobody, nobody in the Republican Party said that. This was a setup. Yeah. This was a setup done to perfection by the Democrats. Create the problem, back the violence in the streets and the getting rid of cops, and then yeah. slip into a bill. Uh, some money for police uh, agencies? That maybe could be used. Maybe. Which wasn't, I mean, you know, it's the local municipalities that decide that. It's not the federal government. So it might not even wound up with the police. But they had this $1.9 trillion bill. And you expected Republicans to vote for that with all the pork that was in it? No, I'm sorry. Uh, that You can't let that stand. Republicans have to be better at, at defining themselves and their policies and why they do the things they do. And why, why they voted no against that stupid bill. It's agonizing. They're just so terrible at PR. Just so awful. I, I, I don't think it could be any worse. I really don't. It's just Republicans, and it's interesting because Democrats always say it's Republicans who articulate things, and the it's the complete opposite. Oh, yeah. It's the absolute opposite. Um, Dukakis also said, I come from greater Boston where the homicide rate is one-sixth of the homicide rate in Houston. They have the death penalty, and we don't. Don't you think I should have done something? Kind of used that? Well, shame on me. I didn't. And we had a story to tell. Oh. Hmm. So wait a minute. Hmm. So he's, the poor guy is reliving 1988. He is, yeah. Oh. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Amazing. Huh. Uh, Dukakis is razor, razor sharp, even at 87, still able to recall crime figures from years ago. He does so in the service of his argument that debate, debates over policing are often too binary and simplistic. <laughs> The choices are not softness or toughness on crime, he said. You need active police presence, but led by police officers who are well-trained and who understand how you effectively and constructively and appropriately work with communities. I love that. He's still sharp. He's spitting out all of these stats from from, uh, three decades ago. Yeah, that's because he's been bitter for three decades and he's been reliving the campaign. And so he knows all these facts that he should have used. It's also something you can't say about the current president. Mm-hmm. He's not razor sharp. No. <laughs> and he can't spit out numbers at all. Uh. 
And when he tries, huh? that saves this happens. billions of gallons of gasoline. Billions I mean, of gallons. Bi- billions no, of, no, billions of, of, of two point two point. I think it's two point three billion dollars. Think, dollars worth of excuse worth, me, five hundred billion dollars. No, excuse in savings me, five hundred billion. Two point something two billion metric billion tons, tons of CO two going in the air. Okay, so that's <laughs> perfectly clear now. Talk about razor sharp. Now you got it. Ooh wee. Uh, all right, we got this from Pathead Ballistic uh, Ballistic Virus Missile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the ballistic virus missile. I uh, wanted to make sure we celebrated today's Google Doodle. I That is so interesting because I just saw it before oh. the show, and I thought, nah, we should talk about the Google Doodle because it's another weird one. Uh, I mean, they're all obscure people or events, uh, and, and then they don't, they don't recognize Easter or Christmas. Yeah, but today's Google Doodle is very important, is it not? Very important. It's Pedro Linares Lopez. Yeah, so he, uh, Pedro, was a Mexican artisan born in Mexico City and the creator of the paper mache figurines uh, named Alebres. Yeah, you got it. Alebres. Uh, in other words, he's not even famous for inventing the style of paper mache. No. no, no, it's the obscure figurines made with paper mache. <laughs> Let's do that one, Google. Amazing. And he's been gone since 1992. He was born in 1906, lived to January 26, 1992. But we're celebrating him today. So, and that's uh, Pedro Linares Lopez. Lopez. Okay, well, what are you going to do go. to celebrate paper mache figurines named Albrijes Day? I'm going to go get a whole bunch of paper mache figurines. You're going to make them the or buy libres. them? I'm going to buy them. What do you, what do you buy pre-made uh, paper mache figurines? I got a secret place and I don't want you to know about Albrijes. it because I don't want you to get there before me and buy up all the paper mache figurines. So I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you where I go for it. Wow, that hurts. <laughs> Well, maybe you can it's deck out your desk to tomorrow with just yeah, these yeah, maybe, um, maybe. If I remember figurines named Albrijes. <laughs> if I remember to bring them in, I, I will do that. Yeah, you will. Also, Pathead Anthony uh, says, sure, it costs around $100 to fill up his tank. He's got a photo of it. Mm. Uh, there it is. $94.70. No, thank you. Woo-wee. 30-gallon tank, huh? Yeah, but there's no more mean tweets going around from our president. Oh, well, that's good. So... Yeah, it's it's worth it. That makes it worth. Yeah, I'd trade it's do a trade off there. Yep. Must be filling up an SUV there or a really Something. big truck. How many gallons Something. does your uh, vehicle hold? Twenty, almost twenty-one. Yeah. Isn't it fun going to the gas station these days? No. Love it. No, it's not. <clears throat> it's really not. It's like seventy. I think last time I filled up it was seventy-two dollars for for mine. Uh, and I don't have an, you know, it's just a sedan. It's a four-door oh. sedan. Um, yeah, I just, what a nightmare we're living. It's a nightmare. And, and how many months in are we? Too many. Okay. Too many. Not enough. Or, or not enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Too many because he's done so much. Yeah. Uh, not enough because we wish it was over. We wish it were over. Mm-hmm. So, uh, some help's on the way, mm-hmm. though, right? Jen Psaki was telling us yesterday that, you know. Electric yeah. vehicles. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this would be good because uh, they're going to make gas so expensive we can we can't buy it anymore. So you're going to have to have electric vehicles, 
And then what are you going to do with all those big, fat batteries that are so bad for the environment? Mm. That'll be a fun time, too, when we start dumping those into landfills. Liberals never want you to take their arguments to the next step. Yeah, don't, I know. Don't get to the conclusion. I know. <laughs> don't get to our unintended consequences of the electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the earth-killing batteries that we have to put in these things. And then eventually those are going to wind up somewhere. Uh, where? We're going to shoot them into space? What are you going to do with that? How are the those things are not going to be environmentally friendly? Yeah. I promise you. That. Is anybody on Saturn? <clears throat> is there anybody using that planet right now? Not that I know of. Could we just so, haul all of our batteries and junk and garbage? Mm-hmm. You know, you're so concerned about Saturn. Earth. Yeah, just, yeah. just let's just go. And it's a huge planet. Just what dump you, it. What do we care? Just dump it. Nobody lives there that we know of. Mm-hmm. It's a, and it's gigantic. It's way bigger than Earth. They could afford some, you know. Uh, refuge. Yeah, like, you know, on, on, on Saturday mornings, you know, it's like, hey, I'm going to the dump. You got anything, you know, mm-hmm. put it in the truck. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, I'm going to Saturn. I'm going to go and drop off some garbage. Yeah. Let's do this. Plus, it's a big gas giant, so it doesn't even land anywhere. Let's do this. It would just burn up in their atmosphere. So why haven't why we, we started this? this yet? This is a genius idea. Thank you. Keith, it's a genius idea. Wow. I appreciate you saying that. Meantime, uh, Jen Psaki <laughs> talking about the electric vehicle charging stations that are going to be needed. People across the country and people who care deeply about addressing our climate crisis know the components of what's in this package, which the president considers a down payment, not the end, a down payment. Oh. So 500,000 electric vehicle charging stations nationwide. That's what this would help support with a focus on our highways and rural and disadvantaged communities. It would help buy more than 35,000 electric school buses. Wow. Help. Wow. Oh, 500,000. So was that 10,000 per state? I guess. Sure. Yeah, that would be the average. Yeah. Oh, no. And and for for disadvantaged and rural communities, oh, because you know Farmer Ed and his uh, all-electric uh, pickup truck out there on the farm, mm-hmm. he needs access to an electric charger. Yeah, he does. Yeah. You know how many uh, fueling stations there are for gas Gas uh, powered engines, 150,000. 150,000. Huh. So we're going to have 500,000 charging stations for these electric vehicles. All right. And, and those are going to be powered by what exactly? <laughs> what, what are they powered by? <laughs> Pixie dust? <laughs> Solar? Wind? No. Diesel. Diesel. Somebody was saying, yeah. Uh, electric mm-hmm. school buses? Mm-hmm. She just said electric school buses. Yeah. Yeah. Can you come and pick up your kid? The school bus broke down. Well, I mean, we forgot to charge it before the route. Like, this is these people are nuts. Yeah, they're they're destroying America. Is what they're doing. Uh, and at a pretty fast clip too. Saki Pasaki was uh, also asked about uh, the Olympian. You know, Gwen Berry. Oh, duh. she's. What a, what a wonderful person she is, isn't she? Um, that's we're going with wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're going with. <laughs> uh, she, she said that the national anthem scrutiny proves two things. Okay. Uh, it shows that, one, people in America rally patriotism over basic morality. <laughs> hmm. Uh. 
Okay. Okay. And number two, even after the murder of George Floyd and so many others, the commercial statements and phony sentiments regarding black lives were just a hoax. Oh, can we lose the hammer toss <sighs> event already? Jeez. Who cares? No one's cared about that event forever. And then she comes along and right. ruins it. And yes. now it's like, wait, why do we even have this now? She uh, thanked those who did come to her defense. I never hated this country. People put words in my mouth, but they can't. That's why I speak out. I love my people. Oh, oh. Well, what does that mean? You love your people. You love Americans or you love just black people? Huh. Because that wasn't the question. Do you love the country? You can't love the country and do that. I'm sorry. That shows your your distaste for the United States of America. Uh, it's it's ugliness, and uh, it's really a shame that she's one of the people that are going to represent this country. Now, when you're representing the United States of America, I say you can't act like that. We don't. We don't. I mean, uh, Jen Psaki. Uh, supported her. Here's what here's what Saki said uh, about Gwen Berry. It states as an Olympian on the hammer throwing uh, events, hammer throw. won a bronze medal at the trials, and then she turned her back on the flag while the anthem played. Does President Biden think that is appropriate behavior for someone who hopes to represent Team USA? Good question. Well, Thank you. Uh, Peter, I, I haven't spoken to the president specifically about this, but I know uh, he's incredibly uh, proud to be an American uh, and has great respect for the anthem and mm -hmm. all that it represents, especially for our mm -hmm. men and women serving in uniform all around the world. Right. He would also say, of course, that part of that pride in our country means recognizing there are moments where we are, as a country, haven't lived up to our highest ideals. Oh. And it means respecting the Good right gosh. of people granted to them in the Constitution to peacefully oh. protest. No, no, it wasn't whether or not she has a right to do what she did. It's, is it appropriate at that moment? And does she have a right when she's representing the United States of America? To me, the answer is no. If you, if you want to do that, go do that on your own time. Not, not U.S. Olympic team time. This is the United States of America Olympic team. And if, you, if that's the way you feel about America, I'm sorry, you can't be on the team. Yeah, if, if you have an issue with America's past, you, you don't use the podium at no. the Olympics. Nope. Completely that. inappropriate. Completely wrong. Uh, and and the whole answer from Saki was just garbage, as always. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, as always. I love this tweet from somebody uh, in relation to this. Athletics isn't equitable. Cancel the Olympics as it's macroaggression on non-athletic people. <laughs> I love that. Let's yes, right. Let's let's let's, let's all let's all unite behind that. Yeah, sports. Uh, you can't. Mm -hmm. Get into equity in sports because it's merit based. You know, it's like it's like Team USA uh, on the basketball court. There's a big controversy now with uh, Jalen Rose. Um, I don't know. One of the ESPN commentators said that uh, Kevin Love being on the basketball team. Kevin Love is white. Mm -hmm. It was tokenism. That's why he's on uh, the USA basketball team. Oh, he's the token white person. <laughs> on the ah. team <laughs> is he well okay like if 17 out of the 18 i don't know how many players they field probably up to 20 maybe uh if 19 out of the 20 are black what is that that's merit-based right that's not racism it's merit-based sports is merit-based if you can if you can uh 
if you can help the United States team win, mm-hmm. they want you on the team. Except for the one token guy. <laughs> that is hysterical. I mean, people are pissed. <laughs> people are pissed. They're pissed I, that they put a white guy on there or that he, he said that? That he said that. Okay. I mean, I don't know anymore. I'm pissed that they put a white guy right. on there. Right. That's like, wait. <laughs> huh. I need to see this roster. Huh. Uh, and I think he's the only white person on the team, which is amazing. Wow. I mean, why can't white people play basketball anymore? What is the deal there? Unless you're from Europe. Then you can, I guess. Like uh, this Luka Doncic here in Dallas. He's awesome. But he's from Serbia. Where where are the American white guys playing? There aren't any, except for Kevin Love. <laughs> that <laughs> Do you have the team? Have, do they have yeah, the but team? they don't have pictures next to him. So, oh. And I'm not, I don't follow the NBA close enough to, 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 to know. know the names off the top of my head. But, yeah. uh, huh. How about those Hawks, by the way? You've been watching the NBA, haven't you? Uh, not really. Since okay. the Jazz lost, I haven't paid much attention to it. But what uh, are the, the Hawks are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Right? Yeah, from a 10 seed to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's pretty great. In the last couple of months, miraculous run for them. And are they... They're down 2-1 to one to the Bucks. Okay. Yeah. Is uh, Trey Young, Trey Young hurt? Is yeah, he, he, he stepped on his a ankle stupid official. Right? was under his foot. And so yeah. now he's hurt and may not play tonight and just whatever. It's going to be tough without him, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. All right. Let me take a minute and uh, tell you about Patriot Mobile. This time of year, we celebrate our independence and the values that make America great. Now more than ever, it's important to support companies like Patriot Mobile, who not only share our beliefs, but stand behind them with action. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier And they donate a portion of every dollar to organizations that fight for causes you and I care about. Right now, they have two great offers you can choose from. Either get 50% off your first two months or 100 bucks off any phone. Both come with free Premier activation. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash pat for all the details. Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage. Use the same towers as the major providers. So you get great service for less money. And they make switching really easy for you. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash pad or call their top-rated U.S.-based team at 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. We need to stick together and support companies that, that speak the truth and that stand for our values. Patriot Mobile is that company. Company. Patriotmobile.com slash pad. That's patriotmobile.com slash pad. <laughs> Thank you, U.S. Supreme Court, with another great ruling. Uh, They decided (laughs) not to hear the case of the transgendered uh, boy who uh, wants to use the bathrooms that correspond to his gender identity, not his actual gender. That's a victory again. Uh, yet another one for the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. Don't go against them. You can't win. You just can't, you can't win. Uh, they've they've been fearful the high court would take up the case and reverse a lower court opinion. They did not. Uh, the case concerns the scope of Title IX that prohibits schools from discriminating on the basis of sex. It began when Gavin Grimm, a transgender male who was then a high school student, because this was clear back in 2016, I believe. 
Uh, but Gavin challenged the local school board's decision to require him to use either a unisex restroom or a restroom that corresponds to the sex female he was assigned to birth. So it seems reasonable to me. You could either do this or you could do that. It's your choice. Did you use the word reasonable? Yeah. No. No? Don't, not reasonable no, to no. ask him to use a unisex bathroom? Leave your reasonable at the door. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, he felt uncomfortable or... Did he? Uh, uh, lonely in the bathroom, I guess. <laughs> in the unisex bathroom. I need some bathroom. friends in here. Yeah, he was, he was too lonely in the unisex bathroom <sighs> and uh, made him feel isolated. Uh, how together do you want to feel? In the bathroom! <laughs> right? I mean, I don't want a crowd in the bathroom with me. Do most people? You like a crowd when you go into the bathroom? No, I'm good. No, I'd love to have just my own little bathroom where only I can go. That's great. And then I don't have to put up with other people's ickiness. Hold on, That'd be just, great. Let's do that. Let's tell our employer... That we're trans and we need a special bathroom. A special, a special unisex bathroom. Just mine. It's huh. just mine. Wait. Or you can go and be in the bathroom with the girls or the locker room Hold with on the girls. A second. And that wasn't good enough for If them. you have more than one person claiming this inside one building, then would you have to share the building with that other person? So I think I'm not sharing. So I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm gonna actually be the first one to put in that request yeah. uh, here in the Blaze I don't building. know. We'll have to take you to the Supreme Court who will <laughs> not hear it, and they'll just let the lower court decision stand. That's what will happen. So <sighs> uh, what cowards? I guess Clarence Thomas and Sam Alito were the only two that wanted to hear it. They wanted to take it up and thought it was important. And it is. It is. I don't understand why, you know, and apparently this person has had chest surgery they've had the hormone therapy they've had all these things done but as far as i know they still haven't had surgery to replace what god gave them so uh they're you know biologically physically the this boy is actually a girl going into the boys locker rooms now to me that's not as scary as the other way around Mm mm-hmm just because, you know, I don't know that a female could enforce their will on the the boys like boys could enforce their will with girls. And it could get a lot uglier, I think, with boys in a girl's locker room. Um, and maybe that's just really old-fashioned of me. And I, uh, I'm completely out of my head on that. But uh, should the boys be any less comfortable... With a girl in there who's got girl parts? Uh, why do they not matter at all? I don't understand this. Why do the other people in this school not matter? Their comfort level isn't taken into consideration at all here. How can that be? How can it be that only the transgender person's feelings matter? How is that possible? I don't understand it. You got to be careful, though, because you're starting to try to make sense. I am. I know. it just don't work that way. I know. It really doesn't. Sorry. It really doesn't work that way at all. (laughs) Also, there's a bioethicist activist in Toronto, Canada, scolding people for gendering animals. And uh, (laughs) people on social media uh, erupted with some ridicule and disbelief, which is great. 
gendering animals serves to normalize bioessentialist conceptions of gender. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Blah, blah, gobbledygook. How many times have you heard me say, well, you know what you're doing there? What's that? By gendering an animal, you're normalizing bioessentialist conceptions of gender. That's what you're doing. Don't be normalizing bioessential concepts. When we gender animals, we forget that sex is assigned. We begin to believe that sex is literally in the body. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's a bad thing because... <laughs> where, are the, where are the aliens? I, I don't know. Where are the aliens? Bioessentialism is the belief that biology determines specific attributes and traits, including those related to gender identity. Transgender activists claim that bioessentialism is a fallacy and leads to transphobia and gender-based exclusion. <clears throat> Good times. <laughs> you know, I I have uh, I believe that there is trans uh, species identity problems. My the cows that I eat mm-hmm. identify as plants, and that's why I'm. A completely vegetarian now. All right. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. You found the way. Because the cows identify, and so do the pigs. They all identify as plant life. And so they're vegetables. I see that. They good they're job vegetables with vegetables now. And, uh, and so I'm completely not a meat eater anymore because they identify differently. Wow. Uh, and you you did it. Yeah, I did it. I did it. I've, compl- I've become... A total vegetarian. Because you've now. been on the fence, you know. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. You, but I have. But you've. I've been mostly vegetarian right. for a really long time. But now, now you're. I'm completely. I'm vegetarian. proud of you. Because I know that wasn't easy. No, it was not an easy transition to make. But you found a. But I found a way to do it. Loophole. Um, this bioethicist uh, says my cat was assigned female at birth, but I. Re- oh wait, is this a? This uh, is a joke. This <laughs> is the one of the joke ones. This is. This is a parody, right? My cat was assigned female at birth, but I refused to gender it and allowed it to live gender-free. So <laughs> These are the responses to her. Yeah. She's not a parody. Somehow, uh, it still got pregnant after <laughs> shagging about. <laughs> now, we've got to bring that word into the fold. We, that's a good one right there. Shagging. That is funny. All right. Triple eight nine hundred More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Gray. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Independent cat tweets: If only it was a hammer and sickle throwing competition. I like it. See, see what they did. There. I do see what they yeah. did there. DMXDM. Next time I lose a competition, I'm going to whine about my race in such an outrageous way that everyone forgets about the winner because that's sports now. Mm-hmm. It's a really good point. Yeah. The gold and silver medal winners uh, that are headed to Tokyo as first and second on Team USA, completely forgotten about. So I, I decided to look it up and see um, what the name of the person who won is. It looks like a Deanna Price. Okay. Uh, good. So you should go to work today and you should say, hey. How about that Deanna Price? Yeah. What a hammer thrower. And your coworkers will say, "Wait, what? She the one what, that wait, hates America? She threw a uh, hammer at somebody? No, 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 no she no. It's 
a different kind of thing. Had to explain this to Glenn yesterday. It's, no. uh, it's not. He thought the hammer throw was an actual hammer that was thrown. He's like, "What kind of competition is that?" <laughs> it's not. It's not like a ball, the end of a cord or wire kind of thing. Twirl it around, and then you release it at just the right time. I mean, that that just has Malinak labrum tear written all over it. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. You'd probably wrap that thing right around your head and. It'd smash into your skull. You'd be a vegetable, even more than you are right now. Wow. <laughs> wow, I thought we were just going to stop with the violent imagery. No, no, we went for no, the... had to go all the way. No, there. that was good. Yeah, that was all funny the way stuff to the there. well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you're welcome. You're but, welcome. I mean, everything you just said was accurate anyhow. <laughs> that would be must-see TV. Yeah, I yeah, mean. You know, tune in for the chick that's going to turn her back on the American flag. Stay for the dude that's going to crush his skull. <laughs> So, apparently, Deanna Price uh, broke multiple records in her final hammer throw, too. So, I mean, all of this completely wow. thrown out Ignored. the window yep. mm-hmm. because of this wonderful Gwen What's-Her-Face uh, from Black Lives Matter. Just, it's pathetic. It's wrong. And uh, I really hate what's going on. Uh, she needed only one good throw to make her second Olympic team. She was the 2019 hammer throw world champion mm. from the United States. No. Is that possible? <laughs> Is awesome. that possible? We don't have good hammer throwers. <laughs> right. Especially they, good women hammer throwers. I, Those are usually, usually, you know, they used to be East Germans. I was about to but say, I Germans. think there was a void after uh, the Definitely. Berlin Wall fell and uh, East Germany left that uh, void. Wow. Um, here's a question. If, if How do you realize you have that talent? Like, you're going to be a great hammer thrower. You don't just grow up in your backyard and no, start slinging stuff. Maybe you do. Maybe maybe your dad is out there, you know, taking a smoke break and sees how far you threw Fluffy across the yard like that. And thought, yeah, I got to find a track and field coach for that girl. I mean, that's... A, I don't know. How do you discover that talent? Yeah. Yeah, it's not something you... You know, there's not a lot of hammers laying around that we're talking about here. Obviously, there's hammers that, you know, hammer nails. But there's not a lot of hammers that you throw laying yeah. around, and you just pick it up and start doing it's it. It's not like baseball. It's like no. you grab a stick and right. and and a, and a little rock, you know, and yeah, and start and hitting stuff. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you build a hammer thingy in your basement? How do you in your basement? I, I'm not. No, I don't. Unless you got a really really big basement. Yeah. Well, and it's got a. Like a cast iron thing or whatever. And a, and a really high ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, because you're going to need some a different kind of uh, dimensions to your basement. No, I meant, I meant, to, I meant to build it, silly. Oh, okay. You're going to throw it in the backyard. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let me tell you about the second place person, too. There's Deanna, oh, okay. Deanna Price. Okay. Won the competition. And uh, Brooke Anderson finished second. Uh, Gwen Berry was way behind the two of them, so... Excellent. Hopefully, she won't make it to the podium in the Olympic Games. Seriously. Uh, We got this from Toothpaste Words. Uh, Richmond, Missouri's Walmart has charging stations because I used to work in that town of 3,000. I went to that Walmart. Never are the charging stations used. Rural towns don't use them. That's probably true. Uh, As a rule, I bet that's true. Seriously. But here we go. Your tax dollars at work. Yeah, half a million. So you want to you want to pay for it at the pump, and you get to pay for the uh, the charging station. I mean, that's too. like four times as many gas stations for electric vehicles. I, wow, really? Uh, okay, 
we got one more uh, little. Um, She's fun. This lady. Fun. That's that's a good word fun. for her. We fun girl to to play. Is... Talking about her pronouns. Pronouns are so important right now. <sighs> yeah. There's nothing more important in the world than what kind of uh, pronoun you prefer. Yeah. What you're about to witness is a mental disorder. Uh, here she is. <laughs> yes. Um, funny enough, the original video that went low-key viral, um, <laughs> the intention was to describe or explain <clears throat> what we, us means. Okay, she's we, she's we, us. she, they, we, us. She, they, we, us. Did not she, they, we, specifically us. specify that in the video because I do talk about how I've been identifying but she less keeps saying I. with she, her, hers, and with they, them. Uh-huh. I still utilize whatever the speaker, whoever's speaking to me, feels comfortable with. Um, we, us, is new. And the way I have perceived it, and the way I've talked to my mom about it, some of my friends about Why it. Why does she keep saying is, I? I don't know. Physically, we are separated in these physical vessels. But <laughs> because it's we, us, our right? Our souls are all intrinsically connected and intertwined. Mm-hmm. So, we, us, we when, us. when right. utilized for myself, right. um, okay. it just makes myself? myself feel so connected to everything and very validated. Oh, <laughs> good, good, good. Because I want you to feel connected and validated. I really do. I really do. We, us, is because we're all connected, right, through, like, some cosmic thing. And uh, and so it's we, us, is how she wants to be referred to. That's good. That's good. Oh, no. <laughs> That's no. Not... And she said, myself? Mm-hmm. She said, I, tons. A bunch of times. And there was another life form, actually, um, in that video. You'll see crossing behind her was her dog, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the dog was the uh, the smarter of the two creatures in that video. Mm-hmm. That girl is... Out to lunch. And she's not coming back for dinner. There's something She's out loose. with... Uh, she and uh, the president of the United States are both out to lunch right now. And they're not coming home for dinner. So Wow. So yeah. I'm not the only one that eats lunch I don't know early. if they're together or if they just both left yeah. separately and they're eating separately, but uh, they're, they're not coming back. So That's... Uh... That's <laughs> craziness. That's tragic. I just I was just wondering if if these kinds of things had been popular in the 80s and 90s like this kind of social media and we would have had all these videos from people that we didn't have in hmm. the 80s and 90s. Would things have been this weird in the 80s and 90s? Is it is it that social media just shows us the freaks or are there more of them? I I wonder. I you wonder know, that, if it's if it's worse than it right. was, or we just see it all now. You know, this is this is an interesting point because, like, I don't want to spend forever talking about this, but like, if you read history, I mean, bad things have happened forever. Yeah. They In have. fact, right now, my kids and I are you know we're reading um, about the the Boston police riots. You know, Coolidge was the governor in Massachusetts at the time. And in the way they describe what was happening in the city sounds like Minneapolis a year ago. And so you mm. read that and you're like, oh, okay, well then. It's happened before. We, we've been here before. And it talks about, you know, carrying stuff out of the shops and looting and all this stuff. Really? And you're like, huh, okay. Okay. The so- 1919 Boston police uh, went on strike and, and the town was set on fire. So we've been down this fun we, road. We can before. do this. We can, we do, can it. do this, America. Now that 
that does kind of give you hope, doesn't so, it? So, so to and your it's point, before. it's like, do we just not know about these yeah. freaks, and, and I, now we're they're in our face? I do think that's what it is, and now they just have this path. They have this forum now, and they can share their weirdness with everybody. And so, so they let's do. use brain cells before we post things on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks. But I think pocket. I think in addition to we just see them now mm-hmm. is that policy politicians they encourage this behavior they empower it they they create yeah, they a safe space for it to nurture mm-hmm. and because you know everybody every town had someone a cross dresser right that you would see here and there yes and you'd be like oh there's Fred mm-hmm. wearing a dress mm-hmm. okay well now Fred's got special protections codified into law that yeah. you can't even look at him crossways. And he reads to the three and four-year-olds at the library every week. So while I think it's a, a case of they're just in our face more, I think it's the fact that, that that behavior is nurtured. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I mean, it, things are weirder, but we do also see the weirdos uh, who, who existed before, but we just see them all now. And it didn't used to be illegal to call them weirdos. Right. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Did you see in Canada, speaking of that, the hate speech thing, where they're going to fine you $16,000 for hate speech online, and they, they determine what hate speech this is. This is that thing they passed in the middle of the night last it, week. Yeah. yeah, and it can go up to, I think it was $50,000 <sighs> if it's bad hate speech. What? Canada. You don't have freedom of speech at all anymore in Canada. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know if this is where you want to play the update that uh, of, of the pastor up there um, in Canada. Oh, but, yeah, uh, let's the, do Okay, this... How, I tell Here's you. the update on uh, the pastor that was arrested. I from Canada, guys, um, and it's breaking, so here it is. So, Pastor Archer was just found guilty today for contempt oh. of court for hosting worship services. This oh is my June gosh. 28th, Monday, 2021. He was found guilty beyond a reasonable doubt of contempt wow. of two separate court orders during a brief virtual court appearance today. The first guilty verdict was regarding Justice John Rook's May wow. 6th court order, which never even named Pastor Archer or his church and that one named the whistle shop stop cafe and chris scott and prohibited illegal public gatherings the second contempt conviction related to justice david gates court order that order was sought out in secret without the knowledge of pastor Archer's lawyers on april 23rd and improperly served to pastor archer on april 24th so one month from now july 27th the court will hear arguments from the ahs on sanctions against the palowskis which may include a term of imprisonment Uh, you can help pay the legal fees of pastor archer democracy fund all done through rebel news i never thought i'd have to say this but let's yeah. fight back against religious persecution in Canada. In Canada. Wow. How could you have never thought that in Canada? It's been going on a long time in Canada. Remember, this started long with time. about, what, 20 years ago when they started uh, saying your sermons couldn't have uh, yeah. references to homosexuality right. in a negative way or something like and that? That's been, that's been a long time ago now. And they were, they were getting you off the street if you, were, if you were reading certain passages from the Bible. And the Bible, it was... Like, uh, the, you're right. The passage is about homosexuality. That's you couldn't right. do it without being arrested. Unbelievable. That is unbelievable. The guy could actually do a prison term because he had a worship service? <laughs> Did anybody even get COVID-19? Did Is there a single parishioner who came away with COVID-19 because they went to one of his services? Does that not matter? I mean, he... Did he cause any harm whatsoever? As far as I know, he didn't. Nowhere in this world do these lockdowns 
have public safety in mind. Nowhere. No, no, that's right. Can, can we please, since we're taking a tour of the world and the insanities of the COVID lockdowns and stuff, can we please play the French video from last night where sure. some guy, I think mm-hmm. he wins like a governorship or something, getting ready to go on. Uh, they're going to take a speech live. They don't realize that the news station has already switched to this live event. Nobody as part of this guy's posse has a mask on. Mm-hmm. And then watch what happens. Yeah. All right, we're about to go on the air, y'all. Okay. Nobody has a mask. What? Oh, yeah, we got to do masks, y'all. Yeah, okay, you got a mask? I don't have a mask because I, I never wear one. Oh, I don't either. Here, pass one back. They're actually handing them out because nobody here, has them. You put a mask on. Yeah, you take that one. That's amazing. It's an act. It's always been an act, uh, and it's going to continue to be an act geez. if people continue to to fall for this and continue to prolong this nightmare with their obedience. Stop! They're they're making fun of you, man. Oh. Well, I will say, in Texas, we've kind of put a stop to it. Mostly, I I mean, I don't see very many people wearing masks anywhere anymore. Do you? I mean, I, like there's, I said, there's a few in grocery stores, and I think they're just people who are afraid. They've they've probably gotten really used to this, and now they're just going to wear it for the time being and whatever. If you want to do that, that's fine. But most people have just decided, okay, I'm done. I'm done. See, I'm either vaccinated or I'm not, but I'm done. On Sunday, I will say that I went into a Walmart where the tide has turned from, you know, 90, 10... It, it flipped the other way, and then it was 90-10, no masks, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now I went in on Sunday, and I think it's this Delta variant oh, talking no. point taking hold, and now we're back to about uh, 70-30 for no masks. And I was like, what? Come on, people. Then Jeez. I went further out of town to another little town, and, and, and it's way out there, and nobody had a mask. The employees, because it's a national chain, this store, they had masks on their chins, every one of them. Because it was just like a, yeah, this company makes us wear a mask, but here, <laughs> I'm wearing it. If you don't have it over your mouth or right. nose, And you, that's the kind of community, this, this, this is the community it is, because nobody, and I'm talking, and I counted, there were about two dozen people in this store, mm-hmm. nobody had a mask on, because it's further out. You know, where common sense still exists in some form. Mm-hmm. But uh, you watch this Delta variant scare tactic bullcrap from Fauci. They're, they're pushing it, man. They, they're like, man, we're losing our grip. What, mm-hmm. In fact, what was it? Was it all of California or L.A. County just reinstated the mask ban or uh, ba- mask no requirement there? Way. Did oh, they yeah. Really? So, I didn't so see that. these municipalities, oh, the further left they are, are going to start making Don't these requirements it. again. We just started in L.A. Don't do it. Here we go. It's going to be fun. Uh, and then ah! you're going to get blamed for not getting the vaccine. No, you're the one. You're the reason we have to do this still because you refuse to take the vaccine. And then this mutation of the virus. Mm. Oh, shut up, you. C- CBS was doing the, uh, 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 they were doing the little test for the. The PCR? Uh, uh, yeah. The, what is the thing that you have uh, if you've had the. Uh, the antibodies test? Yeah, the antibodies okay. test. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, so they were, so I went yesterday. I finally said, okay, I'm going to get that stupid test. And so I went to CVS. Yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Uh Oh, they're they're doing that at the minute clinic about three miles from here. So I went three miles from there 
and and uh, went in to the to the minute clinic, and she's like, "Oh, I'm just it's one twenty in the afternoon. I'm just going on my lunch break. I'll be back at two forty. Is that okay?" Mm. No, no, that's not okay. I'm not going to sit here for an hour and twenty minutes. But oh. thank you. But I'll try again, maybe sometime this week. <laughs> This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-933-93. We have barely scratched the surface of what we have for you today. It's kind of a sad day. Do you know that this is the uh, the next to last day of Pride Month? Oh, uh, no. Yeah, our celebration ends tomorrow. Shoot. Why can't it be Pride Month all year? Why? We can make it so. Why? We can. We can yeah. and should. And let's do it. Let's do it. I haven't worn my rainbow shirt yet this month either. Oh, so maybe I should get on one more that. day to do it. Yeah. Look, Better do it tomorrow. I, I just realized that uh, our, our uh, Wheel of Cancel oh, it's kind of a constantly celebrates thing. Pride Month. Yeah. Year round. Mm-hmm. All right. Got some tweets here. Uh, Joe McCuller tweets, is fit throwing an Olympic sport yet? Mm-hmm. USA is going to have a big team when it is. <laughs> Jeffy's 18 Spoons uh, tweets, Pronoun girl can't even stick to the correct number of people when referring to itself. <laughs> yeah, she, that's right. them, they, we, now should get some help, please. Yeah. Trump in Alabama tweets, uh, <laughs> 80s didn't have social media to reveal weirdness. We had MTV. Uh, thank you. Yes. Uh-huh. Great call. That's when MTV was music television. I don't know what it is now. Uh, reality TV, sort of? Uh, I don't even know if they do videos anymore, do they? I don't think so. We were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. Were you here on that day? We were talking about uh, the last time we'd seen MTV. I bet it's been 20, 25 years. Yeah, if Beavis and Butthead watched... aren't on there, then there's yeah. no reason to turn it on. Right? <laughs> you were a Beavis and Butthead with... fan, weren't you? Absolutely. Yeah. What do you mean? Big time. Mike Judge is a genius. He's a prophet. <laughs> He's absolutely... Are you kidding me? No. I'm, I won't I'm tell not. you to watch Idiocracy, but I'm just telling you there's mm-hmm. plenty of examples of of King of the Hill. I mean, I mm-hmm. I could go on and on. What, the Beavis and Butthead was a precursor to King of the Hill and mm-hmm. all of that? Yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm just saying, like, like, interspersed in all of his stuff mm-hmm. are predictions that have come to pass. Oh. So you at least got to watch Office Space, but anyway. Whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Julie in Tennessee. <laughs> Uh, Julie, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, Yesterday, I received a call from my son. He's out in the Atlantic, an undisclosed location on an aircraft carrier. And um, they're coming in today to Norfolk. And he told me that he's going to be forced to either take the vaccine if he wants to go into ports when they go on a deployment at the end of the year. Otherwise, wow. he'll be trapped on the ship for the full deployment. Right now, they're on a shakedown cruise. And, <sighs> you know, this is wrong. It is. And, you know, it between is. the CTR, or CTR, I'm, I'm going to start sounding like Biden right now. <laughs> <laughs> the CRT mm-hmm. that's being shoved down their throats, because he's talked to me about this. Um, and mm. this forced Oh, it's your choice. Yeah, sure, it's your choice. You either stay on board ship while everyone else is, you know, in port all over the Mediterranean and other locations, or you you 
you join us and become one with us, and mm-hmm. then you can have fun. I, I'm like right now shaking. I'm so angry right now. Yeah, don't blame and you. I don't. I don't know where to go with this. I did send. I did contact uh, Senator Cotton and um, uh, Dan Crenshaw, but people need to know what's happening. This mm-hmm. is how their their morale is bad. There's some other things he told me. I I got to verify, but there's other things happening, and Austin's going to be there today apparently in Norfolk. But so this is just great. This is how they're destroying from within our services. And my son did not sound like my son yesterday. It's very alarming. And he's supposed to talk to me when he gets on land. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not a happy person. But about all this, and they're destroying these young men and women's health mentally and physically. Appreciate that. Uh, thanks for the call, uh, Julie. Yeah, it's uh, it's outrageous what the what's going on in the military with the CRT, and now and that's the first I've heard about them forcing um, sailors into getting vaccinated. Uh, that's despicable. Yeah, you got to get your shots before you get enlisted, but that's you know going in. This is something that they're adding later. It sounds like, and that is Again. that is horrific. And there's reason for concern. I mean, we have the death chart of of what vaccines show that. In fact, they, show the death chart. This is from the VARES, the right the yes. vaccine. This is where you report. Yes. This is where you report all the things that are going wrong with the vaccine to the CDC. This is the CDC website. Right. And so these are deaths that have been attributed to vaccines. Some people have negative reactions. You can see it's, it's below 500 every year until now. And look at that spike. And look at just about straight up to 6,000 now? Yeah. So that's, I mean, but wow. that's probably, because that's all vaccines, you know. Uh, oh. That, so, so, yeah. Those, so, so I'm sure So that, maybe 500 of those or some other vaccine. So I'm sure that, that it's, I'm all 6,000 are probably from getting your measles uh, shot or something. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, not many people died from the measles shot uh, or the mumps shot or rubella or any of those things that we've been vaccinated for over the years. Polio. Tetanus. Uh, tetanus, yeah, which, all of that stuff. I have plenty of instances where I've needed tetanus injected into me. But uh, mm. you have every right to be concerned for your son, and he has every mm-hmm. right to avoid that shot. I would stay on the ship until my term's up, and then I'm out. Bye-bye. Oh, man. And that's, it's, that's hard, though. It'd be really hard. Uh, Ron in Indiana, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, how are you? Doing good. Uh, love you, love your show. Thank you. Listen, what I, what I want to try to bring up, and I've been on Russia's show, but God bless them. Yeah. And Hannity and Laura Ingram, and uh, you about name, I've hit about all of them, and I'm lucky to get you first time. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, is there's only three things that we need done here in this country, and I mean done and right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, throw it back to the states, because I don't argue about this constitutional crap. States the ones that owns everything anyway. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, the first thing is you need term limits. Yes. If you're, if the, listen to me. If you, yes. county sheriff and the, and the president of the United States, the two most influential, you know, law enforcement guys you're ever going to know, they got term limits. Nobody else. Yeah. Now, what do we do when we we blow up a bunch of countries, put it all back together? What do we help instill in them? About everyone else done it. A black. Tax, a consumption tax, where IBM, Hewlett Packard, we all pay the same right off the bat. When you buy it, you pay it. 
Yeah. That's what all confusion is. That. Big Richard Hyde last. All that crap's done. No patronage. Mm-hmm. Now, the third thing is tort reform. What? How you do that is just like England did about, I think, 40, 50 years ago. Loser pay clause. You get scolded by coffee and you lose that seat. So you pay the cost on all of it. And look at their court systems. And they get stuff done. they be quick right through there if they want to. But that's my thoughts for today. And, you know, there's the only three things that I know that instantly right now, because I'm quite a historical bump. You guys ever want to call me back? I'll tell you a day and date on anything you can ask me. But I'm telling you right now, this is the most important time that we're ever going to have. No, I think you're right. On, Appreciate it. Thanks. No, Ryan. I want. I want to test. I want to test you on the on your dates. Uh, Battle of Tours. Twelve, seventeen, I believe. Nah, we'll talk later. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> thanks, Ron. What year was it? Uh, it was October tenth, seven thirty-two. Oh, he's close. Charles he's Martel. Close. He's only five hundred years off. The most underrated. Uh, uh, the guy who saved Western civilization, okay. Charles Martel, the Hammer. Yeah, I've said that. I don't know how many times. Well, you should say it because I, it's I true. Know. I know. I know. I'll say it again. Say it again. He was important. Charles Martel stopped the Islamic <laughs> invasion of yes, Europe. Yes, that's and, what. And was, that's why yes. we have. Uh, that's why exactly. Never mind. Exactly what you what you just said. What you what you said and yeah. what Ron said. Ten ten seven thirty two. Most important date in history. Term limits. Uh, I've said this for many years. Term limits. And to me, the other thing that we need to do is get our Congress out of Washington D.C. and make them make them legislate from their own home district, where they're subject to their constituents, where their constituents can get in there and tell them what they expect of them, what they demand of them. You work for me. You don't work for some lobbyist on K Street. You work for me. If we could get them out of D.C. and make them stay in their home district, and maybe they go to D.C. once or twice a year and get together. But other than that, you don't need to get together every every day anymore. You can do that on the internet. We've just seen that in the pandemic. We don't have to. They don't have to stick them all in the same beautiful marbled building. <laughs> it, they don't. They don't have to. Just do it right from your own district. It's, you know. But what what about the really good politician, Pat? I mean, we've got some really good politicians. We don't want to lose them. That's what the argument is. See, but. I love this right here. Somebody put the, there's a chart on on the internet, mm-hmm. and they're like, in in most instances, like this is the police, mostly good cops, right? Yeah. And then there's a few bad ones. There's your neighbors, mostly good neighbors, and there's a few bad ones, and then whatever this is. Politicians, it's the complete opposite. We have just a few good ones, That's really but true. most of them are terrible. The complete opposite of the rest of society. So true. <laughs> and I'm willing to lose a few good ones yeah. uh, to get rid of the bad ones. <laughs> uh, it's time. It's time now. Carrie in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi. Um, Hi. I'm just calling because I live rurally, and um, I heard you this morning saying about the electric charging stations, and I, I had to laugh. Um, <laughs> you know, electric cars, maybe your Vespas, and you could be very European, and you can putz around. We, we traveled two hours to Pittsburgh two or three times a week. A lot of people around here do. That's just mm-hmm. what you do. Um, I, that does not mean I want an overnight visit while my car charges. It <laughs> yeah. makes yeah. no sense. Rurally, it would be the last place Yeah, an electric car. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Thanks, Carrie. Appreciate it. Um, they're just not practical yet. To me, they're just not practical. 
I mean, if, you, if you're fine going to and from work every day, and that's all you want to do with your electric car, they're probably fine. And But if you want to take that car and you want to drive 500 miles with it, well, now you're talking about, okay, I got to find a charging station somewhere. I don't know where there's charging stations. And I guess Tesla will show you, but uh, I don't want to hassle with that. I want to be able to go for or 500 miles on a tank. That's what I want to do. And when they, when they can do that, then you're onto something. Right? Then and, and there's no reason why can't you? Why can't you go 500 miles on an elect, on an electric charge? So doesn't the left constantly rail and and I I would say rightfully so. All the subsidies that that gas and oil companies get, right? Like, mm-hmm. "Oh, what are you doing? You can't be giving money to big oil." aren't you subsidizing the electric car community with your stupid taxpayer funded chargers all over the country that you're planning well yeah but also uh (laughs) they talk about the subsidies for gas and oil uh gas and oil are subsidized at 125th the rate (laughs) of solar and wind how about we don't subsidize anything yeah that would be nice that's not gonna happen uh but that would be nice yeah Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pack Grand Leash coming up. He's got no time for morons except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah, it's true. She's not lying about that. Uh, it's true. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. How long's it been since we've heard from Al Gore? <laughs> Not long enough. Uh, it's been no, nah, it's been too long for my for yeah. my estimation. Okay, uh, and uh, he was just asked if he had a message for Donald Trump. Oh, no. why would anybody care? But somebody apparently did. And they asked him about it. Well, uh, I, well, uh, I'm not sure that whatever I say to him would have any. Uh, impact whatsoever. No, you're right. Uh, we're done here. But Thanks. just Bye. on the off oh. chance that it oh, would, shoot. I would say, please do the right thing. Acknowledge reality. Stop hurting this country. Stop, Stop. undermining democracy. Stop. Honor the great country. and honorable traditions of the United States of America. And mm. This it, cannot it, go on the way it cannot. is now. I will. I will point out, Pamela, that it's kind of a sideshow. Uh, and people right. are turning off to it now. I really think True. they're beginning to. And I Joe really Biden's popularity too. continues to rise. <laughs> uh, look at what no. he's done <laughs> in controlling the pandemic. Oh, look look what at he's what done. he's done in facilitating the incredible economic <laughs> resurgence. <laughs> very what? strong climate plan. Oh, uh, going overseas oh, and really shit. bringing the respect <laughs> of the United States back up again uh, after it sunk to a historic <laughs> low during the it. previous uh, four years for reasons we all understand. Oh I my think gosh. He, he is really doing an outstanding oh, job. He's yeah, got a yeah. tough hand it to, just, to it, play, but he's playing it with great skill. <laughs> I, I, I no keep one forgetting is, I'm president. Yes, no one has ever said that Joe Biden's playing this with uh, great he skill. He has done an outstanding job destroying this country. He really has. Look at the economy where inflation is out of control. Mm-hmm. Like no other clip since the 1990s. Uh, look at how uh, the fact is the other countries in the G7 were laughing in our faith mm-hmm. because we've got a senile old coot. That wasn't respect? 
<laughs> wow. I mean, that's unbelievable. I guess he also had a message for Republicans. Uh-oh. Can't, can't wait to hear what that was. Here we go. You, you know, uh, Pamela, uh, the refusal Pamela. of the former president uh, to acknowledge that he lost by 7 million votes. It wasn't close, for God's sake. It wasn't close. And apparently a majority of his party is still so enthralled mm. to him that they still uh, believe that the American people did not make the judgment that they clearly made. Uh, this is very damaging to our democracy. I'm hoping don't have that a democracy, Al. will fade That's over why it's damaging. time. But we keep getting this nonsense, like this uh, foolish uh, exercise foolish. to, to, to bring in some uh, uh, cyber ninja group in Arizona to right. look for bamboo in the, the ballots there. It's, it's absolutely nuts. We hear about AI uh, standing for artificial intelligence. Yeah. They're putting another kind of AI out, artificial insanity. They're putting out <laughs> the that an Where's the crowd? Reality. They love that one. And That's people really get into good, these uh, uh, echo chambers on the <laughs> internet, and it's God. all they hear, oh, and they sucks. begin to believe the alternate uh-huh. reality. We've got to follow the rule of reason and honor American democracy mm. and acknowledge the will we of the American people. We don't have American democracy. There is no such thing as American democracy. Hmm. Have you... <sighs> You've heard of AI, right? It stands for artificial intelligence. I've heard of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well what they're doing is they're if, promoting if. artificial insanity. <laughs> wow, that's really clever, Al. Please clap. That's, that's really clever. <laughs> I thought it stood for Al the idiot. Mm. Is that not what AI stands for? Yes. Yes, it is. Oh my, that was. Don't set yourself up for a punchline like that because that was Jeez. tragically bad. He's betrayed our country he played on our fears that's what happened where, where was he speaking anyway like in a cave look look at this <laughs> I don't Just, know where this he is. is like a cultish lighting set here yeah, that weird. weird horizon back there uh-huh. the the light underneath him shining up in his face it's like what's that guy's name marshall applewhite or whatever the cult leader Put mm-hmm. on your put on your sneakers and let's all die together. Mm-hmm. Like this is kind of stuff, the kind of video you'd see from that guy. And apparently he's at the hill. That's a weird setting for them. That's no, really weird. No, I don't. I think that's what it says at the hill. Isn't that where he is? That's not where the interview took place. <laughs> that's that's just the account when it says at the hill. Like I don't know that they're maybe they are the ones. I, I have no idea. So maybe they are the ones that did maybe that did this. But uh, I don't know. But. Uh, I don't that know where this forum stuff. is, but uh, Al Gore sucks. That I do oh know. Oh my gosh! You just, you, just when you think, okay, you know what? Al Gore wasn't as bad as, yeah, he no, he was, oh. and he is. Uh, he's just as bad as this current crop. Five hundred and thirty-seven votes in Florida kept that man out of the Oval Office. Oh, can you imagine when, when what terrorists struck? Disaster struck. that would have been. What a disaster! As you know, and I've got some issues with George W. Bush, yeah. but. Please, between the two of them, there's no question. There's no question. Al Gore would have driven this country into the ground long before uh, Joe Biden is doing the same thing. So uh, at least we dodged a bullet for a while, got through the Obama years, Mm -hmm. and then President Trump was able to uh, 
remove some of the stumbling blocks they put in front of this country? That was our reprieve. Got a little reprieve there for four years, and now they're trying to finish the fundamental fundamental transformation of America, and they're doing a really good job of it. Boy, I want to know how much stock someone like an Al Gore would have in 500,000 charging stations nationwide. Oh, can you imagine? Well, the guy is a climate billionaire. Everybody knows it. He's made a fortune off of off of the climate disaster that he talks about all the time. He's made a fortune. And, and you know, selling his network, right, to an oil-rich nation. He made uh, $250 million just in that transaction. $250 million from uh, Al Jazeera. And that is run by, eh, we were trying to figure this out a while ago, too. What country are they based in? Is it Qatar? Yeah, I think Is that so. what it is? I think it is. Because it was Current TV that he had, right? Yeah, he sold Current to uh, Al Jazeera, right? Yeah. And uh, and that wasn't a problem, though, because he sold it to an oil uh, company. Yeah, you got all that right. Qatar mm-hmm. owns Al Jazeera. Okay. Al Jazeera bought Current, Current TV's access. Yeah. Unbelievable. And why was that worth? Eh, I think the total price was $500 million, right? Yeah, it was five hundred million, and from that, uh, Al I think went home with two hundred and fifty million of it, and then he'd spend it all on just, you know, protecting the environment. Of course, oh, I'm sure he didn't. Of course, there were no chakra releases or anything like that that were funded <laughs> with that cash. It was all noble projects to save like sand cranes, and sure stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And do you remember when at the beginning of the Fox News situation uh, with Glenn? Everybody was yelling and screaming about how he promoted gold. Ah, he's promoting gold so they can benefit and make money off of gold. And then when Al Gore uh, made money off of his investments in climate companies, in uh, climate offsets and all of that garbage that he was trying to sell, well, of course I invest in what I believe in. (laughs) Oh, okay, so that's what you're doing. I, I see. Okay. Glenn is exploiting the people because he's talking about gold on the air, which is something he definitely believes in. But Al Gore is just investing in the things he believes in. That's, yeah. It's no problem. There's no, nothing wrong, nothing to see here. Move along, everybody. Move along. I think in retrospect, he's probably happy that he didn't win the presidency because look at oh, how much money much he made. Yeah. During that exact time that he would have been in office. That would have hampered his uh, his wallet, that's for sure. Uh, but, you know, everybody turns the presidency into a huge moneymaker eventually. Look at the Obamas. Jeez, they are filthy, filthy rich. Oh, they're so good, though. I mean, right? Their show, don't they have like a TV show and a podcast? And Yeah. I mean... Some documentaries. Yeah, don't poo-poo that. That's good stuff the Obamas yeah. are doing, man. I couldn't tell you because I yeah, I, don't I couldn't watch right. any of no, those things. No. Clips clips are enough. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray returns. Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, where Joe Blob tweets. 
that poor soldier on the aircraft carrier, we've always tested on the military first since they're government property. It's very sad to make examples of our folks serving. For Maxis Tech, come on, Pat, electric cars work great on the golf course, which is likely the only experience the politicians who push them have had. Uh, yeah, as long as it can make it 18 holes, right? That's just, that's fine. Uh, it doesn't have to go 400 miles. Uh-huh. Rowdy Introvert tweets, I always thought of Al Gore as a fool, even when he remains silent. But now that he's spoken, I have no doubts. <laughs> yeah, he clears that up every time. Yeah. Every, every time he speaks. <clears throat> Rants Out Loud tweets, the environmentalist televangelist Al Gore chastising someone who disputes election results as a threat to our democracy. It's pretty rich. Too bad we're a constitutional republic. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and plus Al Gore challenged the election results of his own. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. But no, that's a great point. He sure did. We're a constitutional republic, not a democracy. Thank you for and, that reminder. But they, there is method to their madness. This is their, this is their code word for the socialists. We're trying. We're we're bringing it. We're bringing it home to socialism. This is how we're going to do it with the democratic socialism. Pat had sent this crash course uh, over to us. The democracy versus constitutional republic in a nutshell. Oh, nice. Democracy. In a democracy, the majority rules. If the majority decided they wanted your bike, they could take it. In a republic, your bike is your property and you do not owe it to anyone. It cannot be taken against your will by law. America is a constitutional republic. Therefore, the Constitution is the law by which we're supposed to be protected. In a republic, the individual is protected from the majority by constitutional law. A constitutional republic is what we were given. It's up to us to keep it. Love it. Exactly we right. will retweet that out because I know you'll want to spread that around, y'all. Look good for stuff. it at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And that's why, you know, the democracy versus republic thing, it's worth the fight. Yeah. I know it sounds nitpicky. Mm-mm. I used to think it was nitpicky. Right. Uh, but it's not. It's important. It's important that we make that distinction. Uh, hey, Kamala went to the border finally on Friday. Oh, right. She made it. <laughs> and we didn't get to this uh, yesterday, so I thought we'd uh, share it with you now because she went to El Paso. And she finally arrived for her long-awaited border visit, and here's what she had to say. Huh. How did you decide that right now was the right time to make your first trip to the border? Well, it's not my first trip. I've been to the border many times. not my first trip. I got So... The important aspect of this visit is leading this visit after the work that we did in Guatemala and Mexico. Because as I've long said, I said back in March I was going to come to the border, so this is not a new plan. But the reality Uh of it is that we have to deal with causes and we have to deal with the effects. So being in Guatemala, being in Mexico, talking with Mexico as a partner, frankly, on the issue, was about addressing the causes and then coming to the border at the at the advice and the and actually the, the invitation of the congresswoman uh, is about looking at the effects of what we have seen happening in Central America. And um, uh, so I'm glad uh-huh. to be here. It was always the plan to come here. It was always the plan. And I think we're going to have a good and productive day. Sure. It was always the plan since Donald Trump said he was going to the border. That's what it really became the plan. That's what really fired them up and thought, okay, we got to get to the border right now because we got to go before he does. And that's what they did. Wow. That's what they did. 
He arrives, is it this week? Is uh, he yeah, going to the border this week? Yeah, later this week, I think. I forget what day, yeah. Soon. And so she had to throw this together really quickly and get there before Donald Trump did. Pathetic. I mean, they're so transparent. Mm-hmm. So pathetic. Now, now, I've been liars. to the borders, okay? Don't tell me it's my first time. As vice president. Don't yeah, d- right. Nice. So ridiculous. Uh, what was it Corby who said yesterday? Well, now she can go to Europe. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> when she was asked, well, I haven't been to Europe either. <laughs> oh, she's... Who's worse? Uh, don't answer that. It's a toss-up. Yeah. Biden, Kamala, mm-hmm. Jen Psaki. Al Gore. Mm-hmm. You throw them all. Barack Obama. Ugh. <laughs> They're all equally evil. And uh, in on this plan to just destroy our our country. Here she is assessing. Here's her big assessment. Oh, oh so, of, she's, so she toured the border. Yeah, and, and then she goes home. And she has this to say, well, I guess she's in El Paso. Yeah. Uh, so she's not exactly right at the border, but she's in Hell, El Paso. she's not even at the right part of the border. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> you show that again, yeah. where, where she was in El Paso, and then where the real problems are. <laughs> nice job, yeah, John Cornyn's okay. office. Not a problem. A thousand miles from where she should be. That's great. Okay, uh, so here's her assessment of the border. Oh, good enough. Our administration, it is important to be clear is working to build a fair and a functional and a humane immigration system. We feel very strongly about that. And as you know, we inherited a tough situation. Um, in Come fact, on. right here in El Paso was the, 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 the launch of the child separation policy. You saw it as it rolled out on the ground in real time. Um, we have looked at a, a, a system where um, people have been housed in inhumane conditions over the last yeah. Yeah, many you, years. You did it! An asylum system that has been broken and that needs to be reconstructed. And um, wow. in five months, we've made progress. But there's still much more work to be done. But we've made progress. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's so, a lot of work to be done. You're right about that. She inherited. 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 That's what you heard all during Obama. That's what you hear all during Biden now. They inherited a big problem. No, the border situation was a lot better than it is now. He left them a much better situation than they have created. They made it a thousand times worse. And they're the ones who, once again, stuck kids into these little cages that they yelled about during the Trump years. I mean, that is unbelievable. The way they just ignore reality and just stick with their talking points. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Lying sacks. Oh, future bingo <sighs> square. Man. Lying sacks. Yeah, that's got to be. Got to be, right? <laughs> uh, new Harvard poll. 80% see the border as a disaster. Yeah, these are some interesting <clears throat> um, polling graphs that we have here. And want Trump closure restored. Uh, and reject critical race theory. Okay, so let's break these down. What's the first one say there? What do we got? We got, uh, how serious of an issue do you think illegal immigration is for the country right now? Majority says very serious or somewhat serious. Look at that, like 80%, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, you think the number of monthly border crossings by illegal immigrants has increased, decreased, or stayed about the same since President Biden took office? Increased, 63%. You would be right. Decreased, Next. 17. Okay. Stayed the same, 19. Hasn't stayed the same. Come on. It's increased. Uh, 63% of Americans know 
that her line uh, was a bunch of bull crap, where she said they inherited this problem. No, they've made it much worse. And everybody knows it. Well, 63% of us know it. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Also, voters rate Kamala Harris's performance on immigration is poor, and they're split on whether the Central American trip made any progress. Please, it didn't make... How can you be split on that? Do you think Vice President Kamala Harris has done a good job, adequate job, or bad job tackling the root causes of illegal immigration? Good. Good job, 30%. Bad job, 44%. And adequate, 26 Adequate or good <clears throat> is the majority, 56 44 that's hard to believe. Yeah. Oh, gosh, but hard you just believe. got done saying, 80% just got done saying they're at the borders. Okay. Worse. Okay, what's next? Did Vice President Kamala Harris make meaningful progress, same progress, or no progress in tackling the root cause of Ooh. illegal immigration in her recent trip to Central America? Meaningful, 21. Some, 24. No progress, 40. And unsure, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 16%. 16%. I don't know. Okay. I wish I did, but I don't know. I don't I don't know how you can not know, frankly. <laughs> I really don't. Uh-huh. A majority of voters oppose teaching structural racism in elementary schools. Do you believe that kids in elementary school should be taught that America is structurally racist and is dominated by white supremacy? <sighs> or should they not be taught this? Should be taught, 39%. Should not be taught, 61%. That should be 98 to 2, but I'll take it. It should, but I will, in this environment, yeah. mm-hmm. where they've got all of the media on their side, uh, except Fox News and talk radio, uh, 61%, I'll take that. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good under the circumstances. Wow. Uh, how are they... Pushing this agenda through, despite the fact that the American people overwhelmingly don't want it. Well, that's what Marxist regimes do. <laughs> they sure do. They sure power do. ahead. <clears throat> yep. <clears throat> also, crime rates are soaring. We know that. Uh, Not in Joe Biden's America. Yeah, in Joe Biden's America. Huh? <clears throat> They're soaring by a lot. Uh, they were showing some stats on New York City, uh, parts of Manhattan yesterday on Fox News. Uh, it's, I mean, crime in some categories is up by 800%. Wow. Uh, yeah, when you so, and Jeffy reminisce about the good old days of walking through Manhattan, mm-hmm. I want you to remember these crime stats, okay? Because mm-hmm. the place is a whole, and it's even more so now. Yeah, I'm glad we weren't there for, uh, for COVID. <sighs> I will say that. Glad we were not there for COVID. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind being there again oh, from time go. to time. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> what, you f- just pop? Those were good times, Keith. Those were fun times. Uh, but the crime rates <laughs> are soaring, and uh, AOC has this to say oh. about crime. Now, this is kind of surprising, I, I think, coming from her. She's, you would think that yeah, she'd be like all over the crime rates. But here's what she had to say Hmm. about it. We are seeing these headlines about percentage increases. Uh Now, I want to say that any amount of harm is unacceptable and too much. But I also want to make sure that this hysteria, you know, that this doesn't drive a hysteria and that we look at these numbers in context so that Uh we can make responsible decisions about what to allocate um, in that context. Hmm. 
Oh, wait. Okay, the murder rate's up about 900,000%, but let's not get hysterical about it, okay? Sure. Uh, 61, was it 61 or 62 people are shot in Chicago over the weekend? Just over the weekend. Uh, let's not get hysterical about it. Wait a minute. Come on. Pat, today's the day. Today's the day. I've got to start meditating because of this mm-hmm. chick right here. Mm-hmm. She just said, don't get hysterical about all the murders that you are witnessing on mm-hmm. social media and on the news. Don't get hysterical about these crime rates being up in some instances. Would you say 800, 900 mm-hmm. percent? But yet this is the same chick who says we have a, a, an environmental crisis on our hands. And if we don't overhaul our economy by tenfold. Yeah, I love that. that we're going to burn to death in five years it's eight don't don't be ridiculous sorry she that was says, hysterical i apologize yeah she says eight years okay <laughs> it started out as 10 but that was two two years ago yeah she's the one that has been saying <laughs> climate change is killing this planet and we only have 10 years to fix it two years ago that's what she said we have 10 years to fix it. Now we're down to eight years to fix it. Or we're going to be, I guess, wiped off the face of the earth. There's going to be a vast extinction event. I, but don't get hysterical right. about the murder rate. Don't tell me to calm down, lady. You don't. You calm down. God, oh, my. Gut check. Stop. Stop. Oh! I know. It's. It's. It drives you out of your mind. How Can we it get her out of, you out of office, your mind. please? Can we? Please. She does have a challenger. Oh. Apparently, uh... Is this real Tina 40? She's a... Yes, Tina, real Tina 40. <laughs> she says, it's time to take out the trash yes! in D.C. AOC, I'm coming for you and your seat. Ooh, let's see this. This is going to be good. Tina Forte. The D.C. swamp is knee-deep in garbage, and it's time <laughs> someone takes out the trash. Mm-mm. AOC, that means you. In just a little over two years in Congress, AOC yes. made a name for herself at the expense of her constituents in the 14th Congressional District of 14th. New York. After New York. living all my life in New York City, I've never been so embarrassed by someone as I am of AOC. Yeah. She went to Congress as a joke. It's the only thing that makes sense. AOC and her squad of commies are only good for one thing, squad and that's commies. showing the American people how anti-American nice. they really are. While Joe Biden is asleep, Rampant socialists are running the country from within Congress. Mm-hmm. Democrats have right. converted to communists and they are destroying America right in front of us. Okay. Just look at New York. The New NYPD York. was defunded $1 billion in 2020 <laughs> while our country was burnt to the ground. Mm-hmm. And I will call it out. During the violent 2020 BLM riots in New York City, you can be arrested for shopping at a department store because of a pandemic. But if you looted it and burnt it to the ground, that was okay. Mm-hmm. It was in the name of wow. justice for George Floyd. It's time for a real patriot to go to Congress and defend the country right. from falling into real chaos. Right. I'm real Tina Forty. I'm a mother. I am mother. a grandmother. I am a small business owner, <laughs> and I am unapologetically America first. And I am running for Congress in District 14 against AOC in New York. In New York. Over there. <laughs> in New York. And I'm a New Yorker. Over there. Huh? You talking to me? I'm talking to you, AOC. Over there. I must get that debate <laughs> between love, those two. I love it. 
oh, we have to have this. Oh, man. It has she, to happen. She is Mrs. Brooklyn, isn't she? That's good stuff. I want... So she's got to get through the Republican primary, I would imagine. I would imagine. So do it. Gosh, I want to see that. That's must-see TV. Yeah, that's a that's a great ad. <laughs> and that's, that is New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New York. That's New York over there. You talking to me? Eh? <laughs> I'm coming to take out the trash. <laughs> that's you, AOC. That's what I'm talking about. You know that garbage disposal in your sink? Yeah, you learned you. about that, right? Yeah. You need to be flushed down the garbage disposal over there. <laughs> That's you, AOC, <laughs> over there. Take you out. <laughs> That's... That's great. We, I mean, seriously, we need that debate. That. That, that's what the thought of those two on a debate oh, stage together is. What is going to give me energy for the next twenty-four months? That's what you need. Is somebody who doesn't care. I don't care what you think of it. I'm going to tell you the truth, and I'm going to come after you, and I'm going to tell it like it is, and that's what she's doing. So that would be great in the debate against AOC. Make it so. <clears throat> I bet you AOC wouldn't agree to a debate with her. No, you, you can't win that debate. You can't. No. No way. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, we need good people. Um, then there's uh, Kathy Barnett, who's a friend of Burgess Owens, who oh, yeah. won in Utah, despite the fact that at one point he was behind by quite a bit. Yeah. You know, when, when they do those down-to-the-wire vote counts, you know, and it mm-hmm. drags on and on, the Democrats always find a way to pull it out. It's amazing how they do that time and time again. Isn't it? But Although Burgess Owens pulled that one out. Love it. In Utah. Uh, that doesn't usually happen, but it did in his case. Anyway, he's got a friend. Kathy Barnett is running for Senate in Pennsylvania. And here's an intro to who she is. In 1863, this was a battlefield where a class for freedom was fought. The Emancipation Proclamation gave more than three million blacks their freedom. But in the decades that followed, people who looked like me could not fully integrate into the fabric of this nation. We couldn't even register to vote. Today, not only can I now vote without fear of violence, but I can run for office too. But there are still deeply personal and demeaning hurdles we must overcome. Because now the issue isn't just for someone who looks like me, but it's for people who think like me as well. People who think like me are being canceled, bullied, fired, threatened, and deplatformed. We're told that black lives matter, except of course my black life, because I'm a black conservative. Hmm. Radicals want to control and strip not just black conservatives, but all conservatives of our identity, because Hmm. we dare to think for ourselves. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. The white man that sits at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue believes he has the power to take away my blackness because I'm a conservative. But I will keep on. I will never let the words of another define me or determine my value. You can try to demean me or call me names for what I believe, but Joe Biden, after the November election in 2022, you can call me something else. Yeah. Senator. I like it. Because this determined black conservative woman Mm -hmm. is going to become the next United States Senator from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. I'm Kathy Barnett, and I Mm -hmm. will not be bullied into silence. 
as right. Americans. That's great stuff. Hmm? That's uh, if I'm in Pennsylvania, I'm definitely voting for her. Definitely, I love that she called out uh, Biden on his BS because not enough people do. Not enough people call him on his racism. And clearly, there is a ton of racism that spills out of that guy. And nobody ever says anything about it. Mm-hmm. So that's Kathy Barnett running for Senate in Pennsylvania. <clears throat> Toomey's not uh, running for re-election. And then don't forget Tina... Wow, F- Toomey's done, huh? Yeah, apparently so. Mm-hmm. And then Tina Forte uh, running uh, for AOC seat, District 14 in New York. Good people. Mm-hmm. We got to start supporting mm-hmm. them now mm-hmm. so that they're strong and well-funded by... Uh, Next year. Yeah, we got to get back that. We got to take back the House and hopefully the Senate, since that's a Senate uh, seat that's up for grabs. Yeah. And well, Toomey's already got it, so that won't help. But I mean, that can't lose it. That would be that would be tragic. I don't like the way the Senate sets up for Republicans in 2022, though. So there's too there's so many <sighs> seats to defend. Yeah. It doesn't look. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Yeah. Unless you had, say, hypothetically, a really weak president who bumbles whenever he tries to speak a sentence, um, you know, and, and screws up the economy and destroys jobs. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you had that mm-hmm. as the head of the party that's in power, you might have a shot. <laughs> really? Yeah, you uh, might. Okay. You might, but yeah. you need that. Or you, or you might not. <laughs> yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I mean, got a billion different surveys that show that Americans are not on the side of these radicals with their CRT, with the you know the critical race theory and all of that stuff. Sixty one percent of Americans don't want it jammed down the throats of their children. And why would they? Why would they want their white kids taught that they're terrible people and that they're racists? And why would they want their black kids thinking that uh, the white kids are out to get them? From the side that constantly preaches self-esteem in kids, all they're trying to do is destroy it, if you're white. Leave the kids alone with CRT, with the COVID masks and the vaccine. Back off the the sexuality. Stop! The the transgenderism that's happening and leave them alone. Now I got Pink Floyd in my head. Leave those kids alone? Yeah. Hey, Teacher, yeah, leave those kids alone. Oh, we are just yeah. uh-huh. another brick in the wall. I hate that song, but thank you for putting it in my head for the day. Appreciate that. Two o'clock in the morning tomorrow, it'll be the first thing I I think when I when my eyes open. If it if if it happens, then mm-hmm. I'll buy donuts. <laughs> okay, but you can't lie. Yeah, yeah, you gotta no. prove it. Uh, just, so if you can prove it, yeah, I guarantee you're gonna be buying donuts. Tomorrow. If he comes in here tomorrow and he starts singing that, I'm gonna go get donuts for everybody. Uh-huh.